podcasting service. Let me hit record real quick. Yeah, the, the fingerprints on your screen look like an entire landscape. <laughs> Shh, be quiet. <laughs> I guess that's yes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of PBS Live. Just have how many people we have here? One, two. People are working. I think people that are. I think people that are. There you go. Here we go. There we go. People. People officially paying attention. We've got three. Even, um, even Tristan already wandered off. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird week in Austin. I think everybody's tired from like all the meetups, dude. We had a ABDC. I think the Houston meetup was this week too. And I was just talking to some. I was talking to some other people here at the Commons that were like they were gonna go do something up north. So, do it's a we, slow week. It's a slow week in the uh, in the Mecca. Do we have a sponsor? Do, do we have? Two, we do have do, a sponsor. Do we have Voltage? Oh, it's an awful segue, but let's do is, it. Is our sponsor? We like to thank Voltage. Those guys over there do an amazing uh, job of uh, supporting Lightning developers and supporting the ecosystem. Um, we did a uh, we did a one with Bobby this week where Bobby literally uh, had the, the ABDC crew up there, Sahil, Paul, myself, um, talking about what we were doing. I feel like Voltage just in general just supports everybody in the ecosystem. Very similar to uh, I think like us, they understand to a degree that Lightning infrastructure um, is not just like a one size fits all thing that you can put into some little box where it's like. You're, you're working on lightning in this specific way at this specific time on this specific project. It's like it's all integrated together, like lightning and Bitcoin and design and like liquidity. And they they go out of their way to make sure that in general uh, Bitcoin works and yeah. that the people who work on Bitcoin are supported. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I sure. voltage oh. voltage gets it and we appreciate you. Wow. Folks, okay, if you're building on lightning. Out. Um, yeah, but it's, just, uh, it's just one of those things where you, you look at um, Voltage and they're literally, they, they not only what they say and what they do in the community, but they always like support it too. And that's like the biggest thing. You got a lot of clubs that are just uh, trying yeah. to make cool stuff. So. so back to my question. All right. So do that's the we, Voltage ad. Do we, do we what? have too many meetups in Austin now? Uh, I've had this conversation with many people outside of Austin. I think at this point, uh, it's safe to say that uh, we're we're the mecca, uh, and 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 this is we. I've kind of gone away from saying that, just because I don't want to like, you know, stop other people from creating their own thing. But I I think it's safe to say this is like the this is the place where the most Bitcoin is happening. Um, this guy I think has an other... orange plastic fork. Oh wow! It's very Bitcoin. That's a nice little touch. Uh, and I think there's other other places, but I think there's just too much stuff going on here in one day, and we all talk to each other all the time. So every day feels like a conference, right? I mean, what do you think, Nick? Is it a conference? I mean, right I now? think I think this is exactly. I was who was I talking to about this? I was actually talking to an old friend from my van life community today, uh, catching up with a friend I haven't talked to in a while, and I was explaining to him that like uh, with my relationship with Tara, I've kind of set boundaries where it's like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday is is like Bitcoin time. And even though like Bitcoin time is all the time, I also have like relationship time that starts at 7 p.m. and on the weekends. And uh, I, I think it kind of ties into like where we're at with like just how much is going on here. It's like you have to find the places that kind of makes the most sense for you as an individual because 
there's really almost no way that you can keep up with like work and every yeah no just like next week's meetup it's like there's there's too many meetups man i you honestly you can't you can't do them all i mean you can for a little while i did all of them for a little while yeah that's all it's a lot though it's like it's literally it becomes like a rock star tour you're like literally out every week all night long i guess that's true <laughs> Yeah, it, it's uh, it's fun. I, I enjoy it. I mean, but I, I love Austin. I, I would live here if you guys weren't here. So <laughs> it's kind of one of those things for me. Uh, I don't, it's it's awesome. No, uh, I mean, there's, listen, a, there's nothing wrong with the city. The city's great. It's just like, it's crazy to see how much has transpired since a year ago. We got here and like kind of started doing things with like Austin Bitcoin Club. It went from bit devs being like the only thing really happening in town and don't get me wrong it was like a huge thing it was drawing a crowd internationally globally regularly um but now it's gone from bit devs to bit devs and lit devs and abdc and abc and like coffee meetups and wine meetups we're even traveling and rotillas we're going to houston and we're doing, like and we've got to go the to houston meetup rotilla it's, i still need to go to that like and then we have the bitcoiner breakfast bitcoiner dinners I haven't. I, I need to go. I'll make I it. Go. I'll make it eventually. A big, oh, what? No, no, we don't need to. We'll convert them. Um, ne ne never. So we had a. So we had a couple topics we wanted to go into. We talked already about ABDC recap. What did you think about ABDC, Nick? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I'm not a designer, but I do a little front end here yeah. there. Did you learn anything? Yeah, I mean, I like the interactive session. It was fun to like. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. We had like Sahil knew a, nope. knew a lot. A lot of the links that he had was very informative. Uh, it was also neat to not just talk about like the normal Bitcoin stuff that we always talk about. I feel like in a lot of these other meetups that we have in town, they we always talk about the same things, uh, you know, a little bit. But I feel like this one was just really focused on design and creating and uh it was cool to see like it was cool to see you guys like the like the back end guys like the bucks and the you know the bank harmons like have a full on discussion about design and then seeing it translate in real life um that was fascinating uh so yeah what did you think kyle man i left pretty early i, I didn't get the full experience <laughs> sure. so. you should have stayed for the end i did like the end though it was fun yeah i mean honestly i I came to support and I thought I was going to stay through the whole thing, but I dude, I was just tired and ADD? no, I, I was just, <coughs> no, I don't think I have that either. Well, actually, technically I am diagnosed with that, but nah, I, I honestly, if, if I'm being, if I'm being honest, if you just want the honest, if you want the brutal truth, I sat here for like the first 30 minutes and then I was like, I'd rather talk to Tara. So I went and called my girl. Cool. The next thing we want to talk about is the Ikea. So he's bearish on Ikea. Just real fun fact. Not bearish. I love Ikea. Fun fact. Uh, Ikea has like uh, some Nazi stuff attached to it. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Yeah, I didn't know that. There's a lot of like Swedish uh, th 
things that were tied in back in the day when it got launched. Uh, even the guy who like created it, he was like an entrepreneur and he was like obsessed with like his drive and his vision and all this stuff. And um, there's a, there's a book called the leading by design, the Ikea story. It tells you like the good and bad of it all, but um, it's fascinating, dude. Where, where like, was, I had did this always come been, up during ABDC or like how no, did you I get had always, into like... I had always been interested in Ikea like even last year. Uh, I think I just, when we were, we were, we were building a ABC, it was just like one of the books that had, had gotten uh, recommended and it was just really cool to see how, because they initially were competing with other people in a catalog and then he actually went out and actually built the thing and just like basically uh, front run everybody where he was going to go anyway. He just like front run them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Just as a like, as if you're an entrepreneur building out there, it's good. My it's question good little... though is like, is it because we're going shopping this weekend or like how how did it come up as a topic thing. for PBS? Because you've been guess, talking about IKEA all week. You and Keon have been talking about IKEA all week because we're going to move to the new Pub Lab. So you're talking about IKEA furniture. I I'm not honestly like I like IKEA, but like for what we're looking for, what I was shown that we're going to go look at, I, I'm not a fan of. <laughs> It's pretty. So now, so now it's pretty boring looking. To like, I'm down to go look because I don't. I, maybe there's more stuff there than what I saw. The one thing somebody showed me today, but like, what I was shown today is the description that Keon told me was what they had that we would be going to look at, and it's yeah. pretty ugly. It's pretty ugly. I think we should still go. I, I, I mean, look, I already have it in my plans tomorrow, so I, it's yeah. That, it's slotted off. We might as well go look because maybe favorite, there's more there. One of my favorite things. At Sam's Club, I found some stuff online that looks really nice, and like I, they're on like they are like they did well in like rankings in some like third party, like review sites. Also, I think. But I mean. Really? What do you mean they've gotten smaller? They were tiny. They were for kids. Nice. Wow. Oompa Loompa desks. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Welcome. I, what are the odds, huh? Yeah, so what do you think about IKEA furniture, Nick? I mean, I literally have all IKEA furniture because I move so much. It's lightweight, easy to move. Dude, I've had IKEA furniture for like 15 years. It actually lasts pretty long. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, IKEA is basically, other than like the, like my truck, is all of the like the framing like the floor the walls the ceiling that's all like just plywood that i i like built in myself on top of the insulation but everything that's built on top of that like all of the countertops the cabinets it's all ikea uh, one of my one of my guilty pleasures about ikea is just like putting on headphones and like walking through ikea with the headphones on and like listening to music dude it's actually it's really it's really stimulating Cause you're just you're walking in this track of this maze, and if you have a really good soundtrack, it's kind of cool. It kind of fits. It's like a music video. It's almost like a music video. I, that too, yeah. I once. <laughs> yeah, there's like a de there's like a deeper meaning to IKEA, right? It's like everybody's there trying to figure out their life. Really? You think so? <laughs> oh, right. Because there's always there's always the, the guy who's like off to the side. He's just not paying attention. So the, the wife's like, what do you think about this? He's like, ah, I don't have care. Yeah, have you gone to Ikea? That's a true test. Mm, yes, we have been to Ikea. How did it go? I think if you, you stop to get the Swedish balls, I think that helps. Right? Maybe. Mm, somebody didn't. Picture of Kyle, like, saying, like, looking at a piece of furniture for 200 bucks, saying, I can 
<laughs> yeah, he totally would do that. That's funny. That's the thing with IKEA though, is it's so cheap. It's almost impossible to like think, can I do it cheaper? It's really hard because it's just like, it's all like every item they sell is essentially designed to be like commodities where it's like, it's the same for everyone everywhere. And because it just like produces the same way over and over and over again, they drive down the costs by like never changing anything. It's like, this is the desk. The desk will be manufactured 10 hundred million times. And like, because we produce it that many times, it'll cost 48 nickels. And 48 it's yours. <laughs> it's like, a... yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm definitely not like I'm getting ready to move into an apartment on top of a new office, and like I, very, very unlikely going to put any kind of IKEA stuff in there. Like I'm actually looking at building my own bed frame, and uh, I, I'll probably take the desk that I started building at Keon's like six or seven months ago, and I'll probably turn that into my kitchen table. Um, so yeah, I'll probably just I, I'm gonna have a two-car garage as well so i'll probably turn my garage into like a little wood workshop and i'll just build all my i have all of the tools that built my house so yeah i've got a whole i've got more tools than most people yeah 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 different saws and and different drills and i've got sanders and uh, it's all stashed in like different bags uh in the storage space and like in the front speaking of vans we gotta give a little moment of silence for uh, the Choco Taco. Uh, they got killed this week. So this is this is what it looks like. Logan probably has it pulled up, but oh my god, is that like a wake with ice cream trucks? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a wake with ice cream trucks. That is hilarious. Um, I, dude, I have so many fond memories of the Choco Taco. It was one of my favorite childhood as ice creams. As a kid, creams. dude. When you had a Choco Taco as a kid for me in, in, in South Texas, like, everybody wanted some of that taco. It was the perfect Inflation. So, 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 so Klondike basically is Klondike. Klondike, you never you've never had a Choco Taco? Uh, you wow. never lived, Logan. You've yeah, never lived yeah. until you had a Choco I'm Taco. I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. Dang, I feel bad for you. No, man. no. It's So Klondike basically, apparently they said, like Klondike now owns Choco Taco, and apparently they came out and said due to like inflationary shortage supplies, like they can't keep up with demand, so they're axing things that aren't selling as like much as like their kind of bigger sale items. There's literally You're like damn right we knew we need to do so, that. There's we like several I've seen several companies across the country this week that have basically been like either like it's it's a lot of like restaurants that are basically doing like a homemade choco, choco taco. taco. This is what like, needs to happen? Yeah. It needs to get back to localism. Honestly, we need to bring the choco taco back to local. If I'm being honest, the choco tacos it's like the idea. The Let's idea of choco the choco taco, taco, taco. I don't actually want the choco taco. But the concept, the layout, the design of the Choco Taco, I want that from like a local producer. I want somebody to make it, me it, like it, a it's, high it's, quality it's Choco safe Taco. It's to say the Choco Taco was ahead of its time in design was, it, right? In, for food design, it was. It wait, does. wait, wait, Taco Bell had a Choco Taco? Yes, they when? actually just recently launched like the return of the Choco Taco at Taco Bell in 
in, in for this reason because the chocolate talk there might dying. be something nefarious going on i'm thinking with klondike they're colluding maybe they maybe they kill it over here on the klondike side and they bring it back on the taco bell side maybe they're just like maybe they've realized like the strength of the plebs and they know we love tacos so they're just like the first step to eliminating tacos altogether is the wef's going to get rid of choco this, tacos this is the this is how it's they like get subtle you know what i mean it's like it's it's like we can blame it on klondike and like we won't eliminate tacos from planet earth altogether immediately but if we just get rid of the choco taco we'll like subtly let people know that like you plebs are getting too strong so be careful or we'll take away tacos, the source of your strength. You know that. <laughs> you, you know how we always do this like thing where we literally fucking have... fucking Klaus Schwab coming for my fucking choco tacos. You, you know where we literally have this thing. I'm where... sorry, God. I'm sorry. You know. You will. <laughs> you will never. Yeah, you. You will never eat a choco taco again, and I, you will be happy. I literally think when we get to the point where they admit there's inflation, I feel like they're just gonna blame it on that. Like that's just gonna be everything they blame. Like they're gonna take our, our narrative. No, yeah, it's gonna be our fault. But they're gonna, they're gonna take our narrative of, of like. There's oh, a guy inflation. who knows his choco tacos. Have you had a choco taco before, man? What? <laughs> what? I lied. Get out. <laughs> Do you like Code Red? Mountain Dew Code Red. Your your kind's not welcome here, sir. <laughs> well, he's probably on the Mountain Dew Code Red side. Okay, our, ne <laughs> our next our next topic was supposed to be with Mike Wetwood, but I don't know where he's at. All right. What does he want to talk about? Onwards. No. I don't know. Oh, let's do that. Best Hamburgers. burger. First burger in town. Go. There's a couple of. Dude, I just had one recently that I've I've like heard about and been wanting to go to since I moved to Austin and I finally made it. Jew Boy Burgers. Oh yeah. They have K they have KC cattle. The That's sloppy, KC cattle. The sloppy Jose is excellent. Oh man. What'd you say? Oh yeah, see me and Ben know. So I, I was gonna I was gonna wait till he finishes his, his uh, plug. But yeah, Casino Camino right here on six. I think Hey yo, that's ben literally would agree. They have some like really right good next burgers. Door. It's right next door to the new Pleb Lab. It's like downstairs. What and did you think about it, right. Ben? What? Oh wow. Did you are you getting the Because uh, the fries, dude, right? Are you gonna say it's the best burger the in town? The fries are sick, right? So yeah. Okay, so, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, Casino Community. Two Boy Burger though, also. It's it's it's, it's on uh, north. north Airport Road. It's a hardy trek, but worth it, man. Yeah, good, it's, good it's burger. Worth it. And their tater tots are. Case, they do tater tots, man. Really, really good, extra though. crispy tater tots. It's great. They have great queso. They do have great queso. But it's yeah, really Casino Community. I think you know what it is. It's hatch yeah. chilies. Yeah. You can't go wrong with hatch, man. Hatch chilies are where it's Casino at. Casino Community, I think, has the best fries though. Really? Yeah. Queso so is carbohydrates? They, they do something with queso. Something in queso. Yeah. Oh. Of course, man. You you got to get the seed oils mixed into everything I enjoy. Well, wait, remember when you made that queso that one time? That was pretty good. Yeah, but I didn't put any carbohydrates in that. It was fucking heavy whipping. It's not heavy whipping cream. It's half and half. Like, uh, it's, it's butter. I lied. There's like a tiny, tiny little bit of flour. But, but I mean, honestly, to make like a, to make like, to make enough cheese sauce that I could feed everybody in this room, we're talking about like, maybe, maybe like an, a little over like an eighth of a cup of flour. Yeah. It's like really, really, really minimal. So it's a little amount. It's like 
it, it is negligible. To like make a lot of queso, it's a negligible amount of flour. Yeah, we had a lot of queso left over from the Super Bowl party. Dude, there was no more than like an eighth of a cup of flour in that whole queso. Yeah. Like like literally like you like sprinkle in a little bit of flour into some butter and then you add a bunch of cream. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Ne- next topic was Domus. Have you guys used Domus yet or no? What did you didn't answer the question though? Are you are you agreeing with Ben that that's the best burger in Austin? It's my favorite burger, yeah, Casino Camino. That's fair. I'll have to go check it out. Yeah. And yeah, Jubilee Burgers is good too. Um, but it's all the way up north. It is it's too far away to be like going regularly, but yeah, it's worth Honestly, a like the the uh, just uh honorable mentions. Yeah, who? The who the, else? the the food truck that's at uh Whistler's? Oh, the yellow one? No. The food truck, like, at the bar on the corner, like, right next to Via 313. What's that bar there? Is that Whistler's? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Oh, hey, there goes Michael. Yeah. Hello, sir. Yeah. Well, was, we, yeah. Our first guest <laughs> is Michael Atwood. Michael Atwood, you want to come on down Who? to PBS? Who's leaving me? You later. Yeah. All right. See you later. That's tacos. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Go get some tacos. Yeah, and come get back. some food. Um, right. Anyways. Yeah, I... I think burgers, Casino Camino, I would say that's the best one. Um, but I'm biased. I mean, I'm not going to mention Pete Terry's a guy by the name of a guy by the name of a guy by the name of Tony Giorgio. The last time we talked about it, the best burger he had had in Austin, I made. It was uh, it was bison burger. No, it was um, it was just KNC cattle beef, but I made homemade chili. And then I made bacon, and I used like uh, sliced sharp cheddar, and I made a chili bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, it came out freaking Sounds awesome, good. man! It was so good. Dude, I just ordered a half cow. So, um, Cole's pretty awesome. I've like in the past, I actually when I found KNC cattle, <clears throat> I got the phone number for a guy named Michael who was working there at the time he like left to go do some other some other work but i was always getting my orders through him mm-hmm. and he was like really pleasant and he was like really fast and I, I used to get my beef in like three days um obviously kind of bitcoiner demand has really yeah, driven dude. up business I over there and it now takes cattle last week it's still haven't gotten it yeah. i don't know where it's when it's coming so i called cole i called cole directly it's and too popular i ordered a half cow and i paid for it up front in full like instead of doing like a deposit i was just like it's paid for yeah he called me like three minutes later and like ran me through like the most detailed process of like front to back bottom to top he's like he walked me through every section of the cow and told me about how he could break it down into like these different cuts it's like we can do it this way or we can do it this way or we can do it this way or we can do it this way and like we probably spent like 10 minutes on the phone and i had like the most dialed in beef package where it was like okay he's like i'm gonna try and get you down to like 35 maybe 40 percent ground meat he's like we'll get you as many steak and other options as possible so i'm gonna end up with like probably like 100 pounds of ground beef and then like maybe like 125 to 150 pounds of like steak uh ribs and like other stuff like that yeah what were you gonna say logan uh, I was gonna say something. Yeah. yeah i think uh, so I, I bought KNC cattle twice in the past month. I, I bought it on their website, uh, and that's come. And then I bought it through Oshi, which I was going to talk to him about. This doesn't come. So it's like two things. We need to get that figured out. But um, well, it's been about a week. Where we order it from? Where? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's whatever. What, like, where do you order it's it? Whatever. I mean. I'm sure. I'm sure they're busy. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure they're busy. I'm not too worried I, about I, it. I messaged Cole and I was like, "Hey, I want to place an order," and he was like, "Just place the order on the website." And he's like, "And then we'll do a cut sheet." And I placed yep. the order and I called and I was like, "Hey, it's placed, paid in full." And he called me three minutes later, ran through the cut sheet, and he was like, "He's like, I'll try and expedite it to like next Wednesday, Thursday." Like he's like processing Wednesday, delivered Thursday. He's like, "But at like the very latest, it'll be the week after that." And I was like, "Okay, yeah. great." So. Yeah, you got some heart through KNC. You like it? What'd you do with it? No, but I mean, like, what what did you do with it? Like, how'd you cook beef heart? Oh, you just like straight up you know skillet what's fried some. You know, beef you know heart? what's you know what's fascinating to me? Nice. You know what's fascinating to me? Have you guys had these cuts before? Like growing up or now? You're Mexican, so you're going to tell us you've eaten no, a lot of them. No, no, it's just fascinating to me. Like, there are all these little things that you guys are figuring out now. I'm like, dude, we've been eating that since I was a kid. Yeah. Like, it's it, to me, it's, like, surprising to see everybody, like, get, like, these things. You'd be like, oh, that's good for you. Like, caldo, like, like, you guys are saying it's beef stock or whatever. It's like, it's been like that for a long time. So, you know how I made burria? Or not yeah. burria. Uh, not burria. Um, the barbacoa. Yeah, I'm gonna like make beef cheeks. I'm gonna make that this time with actual beef cheek. Oh wait, that wasn't beef cheeks. No. Oh, nice. That was good though. Surprised you though, right? It was really it tender. I think you 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 grab the uh, you got the the the, the, the process. Yeah, the process of it. Yeah. It's like a slow cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. I'm gonna do it with actual beef cheek next time. Anyways, let's get on. Uh, Mr. Atwood, you ready? You're just ready to get rid of me, huh? No. We, Ladies we, and gentlemen, <laughs> I've been booted from PBS. He was supposed to. Uh, he was supposed to get on. And we'll have Mr. Atwood. Mr. Atwood, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Atwood from uh, Oshi. Woo! Where's your tortilla? There's no more tortillas. I had one tortilla. Now I'm going with the, the basic, yeah. the basic bowl, the plate, the plate yeah. bowl. Uh, the bowl. <laughs> tortilla initiative. Yeah, that's right. How's it going, man? You had a pretty uh, long week last week, and you were in uh, what was it? Uh, was not was uh, Crawford. Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Crawford, right? Colorado. Jason yeah. Ricks. How was it? Ranch. Tell us all about it. It's beautiful. So we got there on Friday. Friday evening. Flew in with the kids as well, and so yeah, we took them to the Beef Initiative Conference. We got there. We had like a nice barbecue. And then uh, the next day was day day one of the conference. Of course, I'm like getting there. I'm like already trying to approach like the coffee shop in town. There's like one, you know, yeah. the town, Crawford, Colorado has 400 people. 400 people? 400, yeah, 400 wow. people. And so, but they have this awesome coffee shop. It's called Lazy J Coffee, right? So I talked with her. It turns out like, you know, someone she knows is into Bitcoin. And so she's like really interested. And then of course, you know, they, they provided coffee the next morning as well <laughs> because well, it's the only coffee yeah. shop in town. And um, the conference, so you, you go out to Jason Rick's Ranch. It's right next to, I believe it's called Black Rock or Black Canyon or something like cool. that. Of the Gunnison. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a miniature Grand Canyon. Whoa, dude. Yeah, it's, and it's like very close. Did you take close. any pictures or no? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, I let me see I'll them. I'll show you. Yeah. yeah. And um, so... How did the kids like it? The kids liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cool. just you just gotta take the take their phones away and take their iPads just away. Just like say, look at like, this beauty yeah. that's out there. Yeah, this is what this yeah. is what you're gonna do for the next few days, and and you know, 
That's cool. Did you meet any people uh, there? Like as far as like just people that were new to Bitcoin? How many people would you say you ran into that were never heard of it before? I would say that about half the room, half the half the barn that we were in Uh uh, probably were, were ranchers. Wow. Yeah. So it was maybe similar to the Kerrville conference, the Beef Initiative conference in Kerrville, where about half the room are ranchers, half the room are Bitcoiners. So the way it goes, right? The way they say is yeah. you got to ranch pill the Bitcoiners and orange pill the ranchers. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. That's what happened in Kerrville. I yeah. saw. Yeah. Yeah. There were ranchers there of all ages, people that were trying to do really cool stuff in their own community. Like there, there was kind of like a like a pseudo shitcoin uh, thing that was going on. So they don't they don't know. What do you mean? Well, so there are these different. Um, I give them like a, a pass, right? Because they're they're new to this. But there was a woman there, and she was really cool. She was totally based, and she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna like opt out of fiat, and we're gonna like create our own, you know, basically like currency, <laughs> backed by like proof of work, right? Like backed by food or backed by whatever." And so, like, look, she's got the right idea, but it's like, look, we've tried this before. Gold, silver, like, you can't do that, right? Wow. But, but it also, it becomes a really interesting application to say, like, a fediment. Like, okay, how about you just back it by, like... A community bank or something? Yeah, like, Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, not even back it, but it's, like, literally, you're transacting in Bitcoin. Yeah. And, like, it's a community bank in Bitcoin, right? Whether it's Galloway or fediment or whatever. But, no, like... You know, so anyway, I, that, I think that just kind of highlights how some of these people are like already in line of like, they already have the Bitcoin ethos and the Bitcoin ideology. Like that, that's a little shitcoiny thing. We're like, oh, let's back it by silver. Like that's shitcoiny. That's interesting. But wow. like they have how that, many of them were there? Well, this there was there was a few people that were talking hey, look, about. Hey, look, you got me a drink. Um, a few people were talking. A about drink. It. Uh, and um, yeah, anyway, it was just interesting. That's fascinating. Because I'm already thinking like, oh, like Galileo. Yeah. Fetiment Dude, it looked, or whatever. It, looked, it looked gorgeous. Odell was talking about it on RHR yesterday. It looked, uh, it looked fast. Yeah, it just sounded like maybe it was an awesome time. You had uh, people that, like you said, that were ranchers, that people that you wouldn't necessarily interact with Bitcoiners. And then you have, turns out, like a lot of people have the same values and the same ideas and mm-hmm. just really want to see people. Um, because you got to think about it, right? Like most of these people, like they're, they're, uh, you know they they live normal lives relatively and they they don't go outside of their means and uh for them bitcoin like really can hold their value hopefully over time and um hope uh hope they can uh how many orange peels did you get that well that weekend there were definitely a few ranchers so i mean odell did a it was like a 15 minute like hey everybody download moon wallet we're gonna send you a little bit of bitcoin and then you're gonna send it basically like back to like Jason, uh, Jason Rick from Rick Ranches. And so everybody like received the Bitcoin. They're like, wow, that's cool. Oh, cool. And then they, there was a QR code on the screen. And they all had phones too, right? Yeah, they all had phones. And then they donated Bitcoin. Like, you know, they donated their $5 that they received. Like they donated it back to Jason. And then other people obviously could chip in as they, as they wanted to. And he got like quite a bit of Bitcoin. It was, it was really cool. Um, because so he had, he had to like clean out this entire barn. Just to make this happen, I can only imagine how much farm equipment was in this barn. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. So I said, how long did this take to clear this barn? And he's like, I do not want to talk about it. Wow. <laughs> That's probably a lot of work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Proof I saw some work. of the pictures. It looked really nice. Uh, there's uh, our friends were there. Saw the, uh, the, the Meat Mafia crew. Uh, oh, yeah. AK. Yeah. 
No, no, we still got time. Um, what's uh, did you ever? I remember a couple weeks back they didn't know what was going on, but did Meteor ever get onboarded? Did they get upgraded? How did that work? So the stuff that the, the we really care about, Meteor. Yeah, <laughs> Meteor so Cafe. Basically, um, um, I don't want to dox anything. So basically, the the owners just got a little tied up with something. Like it's nothing bad. It's actually quite good. But anyway, he just didn't, doesn't have any time at this at that moment. So I'm gonna be following up with him. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Gotta make sure uh, they're 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 every, good. Everything's good. That's they're our gonna spot. be doing it. Oh yeah, they're gonna be doing it. Like I want to it's walk in there spot. and just be able to like scan a lightning invoice and just pay. It's happening. Yeah, but dude. They just had a they I, had a bit of a. I feel like they know us on a first name basis now. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of weird. Do they know you on a first name basis over there at Meteor? No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that being Kinda said, cool. uh, Cantina 512. It's on yeah. Rainy Street. It's right below Tipsy Alchemist. Whoa. Um, Where did this come from? This, I got them set up. Yeah, it's brand new. What is it called? Cantina what? Cantina 512. The owner, his name's Eric. He's he's based. Like, he, he loves Bitcoin. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's do this. So we got him um, set up with Hybex. We'll have some Oshi deals on there too in due time, but he's set up with Ibex. Um, he's still like kind of training the staff up on it, but yeah, I got him. I got him set up just last night. Are you still doing the Bitcoin block party for? Yeah. Yeah. August twenty fourth. That's a Wednesday. Wednesday. Let yeah. Me see here. So this time August we're expecting 24th. like hopefully we can get like a thousand people this time. August twenty fourth. Because last time we were shooting for what like we were like oh like two hundred. <laughs> what was the bet that you made? Uh, <laughs> we're not gonna get more than 200 <laughs> this this infamous bet that everybody keeps holding me to and we ended uh, up getting carmen like, was right i think carmen said it was going to be over 500 or something like yeah, that and we blew right past i think it was like 800 or something well throughout the evening we we know that there were about 600 people like for a fact and then maybe they're a little more I don't, I don't know no at one point it was it was ridiculous dude there, there was a there was yeah. i don't know if you guys are paying attention there like a cop showed up like see what was going on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this time, we'll have more businesses. They'll all be accepting Bitcoin. Like you'll be able to walk up and scan it. There'll be some deals on Oshi. But the main thing is because we have Bitblock Boom coming up during that same week, people are just gonna be able to go there, pay with Bitcoin. We'll have so a couple bars, taco oh, place. Oh, yep. Wednesday. Okay. Cool. Wednesday. So Bitblock Boom. That's like Bitblock Boom week. So like oh, Friday, okay. Thursday oh, is, is Underground Citadel. Friday is Thursday's Underground Citadel. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, definitely gonna catch and that. And then Thursday evening, I think is a Bitbot Boom dinner at Tipsy Alchemist. Wednesday evening is the beef oh, steak. Oh, so you're doing it on the same night as beef steak? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Wednesday, so beef steak starts at. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was talking with Josh. I don't know all the details, but. We were in touch, and yeah, it sounds like it'll be perfect uh, after party from Beefsteak. <laughs> so it's a after. So the big Bitcoin block party is gonna be the after party for Beefsteak on the twenty fourth. Yeah, for saying? for a lot okay. of people it'll be. So we'll all just meet at Tipsy. Yeah. Is that where we're going? Okay. But for a lot of people, I think it'll be like the pleb, the pleb Beefsteak. <laughs> like it'll be like at the taco pleb truck, steak. food truck. Yeah, pleb, no steak. And then you said Thursday's going on with the. Um, uh, underground underground Citadel. Citadel, so that's going to be something checking and out. And then the Welcome to Bitblock Boom dinners on Thursday. And then um, what's going on Monday or Tuesday? Anything going on? Uh, Tuesday, I think, is the Houston Bitcoin meetup. 
Okay. I want to say. And then Friday, I think Parker and Kaylee said they're going to do something here on Friday, right? Yeah, or, I think there's a dinner here. Actually, I think there's a dinner on. Tuesday? I think there's a. Oh, so. Well, yeah, I'm not going to. So I can't yeah, yeah, say yeah. That. We can't say certain things. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it sounds like every day of the week, except for Monday, something's going to go on. Even And then Saturday's Brotilla. Are we still doing Brotilla on Saturday? Okay. What's Brotilla? Oh, you haven't heard about it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so funny story. We should do camping, dude, at some point. Oh, and also, you can buy tickets for Bitblock Boom on Bitcoin Company and on Oshi. You can get 10% sets oh, cool. back. I think it's the same. Okay. Yeah. You can buy tickets, gift cards, whatever. You can buy it. So if you're planning on going, it's like the best Bitcoin. Like, it's such a high signal Bitcoin conference. And it's a smaller conference. Like, it's not a Miami, you know, Bitcoin 2023 thing. Like, with tens of thousands of people. Like, it's probably going to be somewhere between like 700 and 1,000 people. It's a fantastic conference, whether you're a beginner or you've been around for a while. Ben, I think I saw you say something at some point that was... Was that your first conference, Bitblock Boom in 2020? That was mine. That was mine as well. The same, the same conference. Like <laughs> memories, <laughs> memories. But uh, yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, it was it was good times. It's here in Austin. I can't wait to see Mandrick. I want to talk to him. That'd be hot. Good to see him too. Yeah, It'll be cool. It'll be good. Um, mm. What else? Awesome Bitcoin oh, so Club next Austin week. Bitcoin Club next week. What's going on next week? Awesome Bitcoin Club. So yeah, so that's Thursday. 6.30 to 8.30, so we're going to have a value for value panel. So who's on I there? quickly realized I don't think anybody knows, especially like, well, let's just say specifically people that are like newer to Bitcoin, they have no freaking clue what that means. Um, so I changed up the panel name. I called it Earning Bitcoin Panel. Oh, <laughs> I thought about okay. Streaming Sats Panel because I realized like nobody has any clue. But we're going to have um, Kevin Rook is going to be the moderator, so he's coming in for oh, that. Nice. For me, like he's the guy that, I mean, he, I think he's talked to like every single Bitcoin company that's doing like value for value type of thing, podcasting, like uh, Keon from Sacker News is going to be uh, on the panel. Uh, we're going to have Lyle Pratt from Vita oh, on wow. the panel. He's a cool dude. So he, Vita is where we stream um, Austin Bitcoin Club too. So you can hop on there. You can earn sats wow. or sorry, you can, you can send sats. Like it's like 30 sats a minute or something that you got to pay. That's the price. Few pennies mm. or something. That's interesting. Um, uh, who else? Who else? Yeah, yeah. No, there's another yeah. big, big person coming. Uh, Shake your local Justin Rosvani from Zion. He's going to be on the panel. Oh wow, Justin! Wow, yeah, he's yeah. a cool guy. I actually didn't. Dude, he's epic. Yeah, I had. I didn't know too much about him. Like, I know he'd been on like big podcasts and stuff, but I, I really didn't know much about him yeah. or Zion. I knew Marty like had him level. on the show like maybe two or three months back. Yeah. And yeah, dude, it was like a full on two hour rip and Marty like, yeah, that guy like, who was a great. Yeah. Great so talk. I guess he was a, yeah. in 20, so he, in 2013, he created like a, uh, um, what do you call him? Influencer, like marketing app or something mm -hmm. to like help them monetize, I believe. And it like blew up and then he sold it in 2016 and then he like stumbled across Bitcoin and now he's doing basically Zion is like ways to kind of monetize off of your audience. And uh, I guess like send money, yeah. send sats, receive sats, like, you know, just get involved with your community and have the, so like Sphinx like in a way, but uh, yeah, he's going to, he also wrote a book. It's called uh, unapologetic freedom. I haven't read it, but yeah. it seems yeah. pretty legit. And he's going to bring it's five really cool. signed copies of that. He's going to give away. So nice. It's going to be fun. Well, be good. And then, and then Jose. Oh, yeah. Jose. Yeah. Shout out Jose. Jose. From that guy's a boss, podcast. man. 
Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna teach everybody how to do uh, podcasting 2.0. Yeah, we're not sure exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna try to keep it like 15 yeah. minutes, and then maybe like 10 minutes of Q and A. But yeah, he's gonna like set up podcast 2.0. He's Dang. he's like blazing, like he's pushing the the boundaries of like how to do this. Yeah, dude, he's great. It's I talked of, to him today. I saw him today. He was here earlier. Yeah, he's well, awesome. Michael, thank you for coming yeah. on PBS. I appreciate it, everybody. Thank you, Mr. Atwood. Yeah, buddy. Woo. Check out Oshi. It's, oh. it's a great app. All right, uh, we only have a couple minutes left. I want to dive right we into have this. A couple minutes. We have 18 minutes left. Yeah. Well, it's it's a big topic. All right, so, here we go. Come to the Kyle Murphy show. I can I cannot say it. Go for it. I'm I'm curious what people's thoughts are. Right. So like we, Fetty's been a, a bit, pretty big talked about thing recently. Uh, Taro, Taro. I don't know how. I've, recently. Where and when? I have did no we, idea where he's going with where, this. Logan where, looked at me like, "Where's he going?" I was like, I "I'm have curious. No idea. I'm curious." Like, it it seems like a very recent thing where just kind of like all of a sudden, like we had this like hardcore scene of like we don't need tokens on Bitcoin, and now like all of a sudden it seems like we're just kind of being force fed this idea of like no tokens are fine and we're gonna have tons of companies that are using them, and like where how where did we make a switch where like those became cool? Because like Fetty's. Kind of Wait, using is Fetty like, doing tokens? Yeah, you have a Fetty really? Fetty yeah. Mint token. Oh, that, they didn't. I didn't hear that part. <laughs> that's that's. I thought the whole it was just concept. a community bank. I thought it was just. It's a community it's bank that it's builds a. Wait, let Nick talk. What, what's up? Yeah, it's an IOU on Bitcoin. So we're reintroducing whether you call it a token it or an IOU. It's like. Taro is a stablecoin token, and Fetty is like you need a federated mint IOU token, like. We're introducing a lot of tokens in Bitcoin right now, and it seems like all of a sudden we're just now all of a sudden we're cool with it. I don't. Where did that transition happen? I don't know if people are cool. I didn't even know this was a thing. This is news to me. This is why I wanted input from the smarter people in the room. Yeah, I don't think it's a token, though. I don't think it's a right. They're not doing tokens. It's a token. Well, I know tarot is supposed to be token, but it's literally supposed to. Ben could probably. Am I incorrect? Yeah, I think you're incorrect. Yeah. Ben, am I incorrect? I think you're incorrect. Yeah, but but it it's an here Ben, come up here and tell him so you can clean up this. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I mean I'm listening. I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm asking because it's like a gen. I like really wanna. I wanna know. I wanna understand what's going on because it seems like we're getting tokens introduced into Bitcoin and it it confuses me. Encrypted ledger. I think. Tokens have always been a thing in Bitcoin. Like this existed before any shitcoins existed. Um, yeah, but we've been actively opposed to them up no, until recently. No, we've been actively opposed to shitcoins like okay. Ethereum or like Ponzi schemes. Not opposed to Tether. That works for the okay. most part. Um, custodial Bitcoin, yeah, it sucks, but I mean, you, I've seen you use Wall Satoshi, I think, before. I, I, I have, I have not. Or blue, you know, or it's something that like many people recommend. Same with Blue Wallet. So it's just like Cash App. I do yeah. use Cash App. I yeah. mostly Moon Wallet for Bitcoin. I don't really. I have Strike, but like the, the like the best use case I've gotten for Strike was getting a lot of hate mail for like having five dollars in dollars sent to me through a microchip. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
I, I, I really, I like, I like the idea of Fetty Mint. I mean, like, there was a Fetty project that won the hackathon. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, I like the idea. It seems unique and interesting to me. I'm just like, also kind of a Luddite. And I'm just like trying to like prod and poke and, and like see what's going on. Because like somebody pitched it to me earlier today as like between Taro and like these kind of like IOU. Like I don't fully understand what's happening, but it seems like there's some kind of introduction of like a thing that's not Bitcoin built on top of Bitcoin to, like to eventually swap back to Bitcoin. And I kind of there, gathered that we were... There's like yeah, two yeah, things yeah. here. So there's one which is like, you know, shit coins on top of Bitcoin. The other one is like custodial Bitcoin. The custodial Bitcoin is just like, well, like not every, like my mom will never run a node. She doesn't want to hold private keys, most likely. If she does, she's going to fuck it up, likely. So like, <laughs> we need a solution for these people. As well, there's, you know, there's an entire, there's, you know, like a multi-billion dollar shitcoin industry that exists. That's like, you know, just Ponzi scheming each other. There's a, there's like a small useful part of that, which is stable coins, which lots of people use, like even fucking Strike uses it. Um, so it's like, well... We could have all of this like on top of Bitcoin. Like one, we need to make better solutions for custody for people. I think Fetty is a good solution for that for some use cases. Um, at least you know taking the custodial model, but just making it perfect privacy. So, so Fetty then is, if I'm correct on like how I view Fetty working, is that Fetty operates as like a somewhat local custodian that like it it has perfect yeah. privacy. But you like so like Fetty doesn't know who you are as a depositor or like a withdrawer, but like you know who Fetty is because it's kind of like a local, yeah, kind of trusted, centralized. So right, like just I've, thinking of it as like Wall Satoshi or Blue Wallet or Galoi, but it's perfect privacy for inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you go back to main chain, you just swap your it's just a database entry and it, here's your Bitcoin. It would be like if Club Lab, the Commons and like other people here in town like created their own Sure. Right? I, their own bank and then like they Bitcoin yeah. And I, but I, but I understand. So I guess like, I guess one of the things with like with Bitcoin beach, Bitcoin beach was so successful because those like couple of people that were using it all knew one another, like that kind of like trusted small centralized thing. It's like, it's centralized, but it's decentralized. And that's, I've seen this trend in like a lot of Bitcoin in like mining in like probably in like running nodes. It's like this idea of like, it's, going to centralize somewhere it's just going to centralize in like smaller closer to home kind of things right so that that's where the federation comes in but i'm like i guess my i guess my curiosity then if it is if it's like we're basically not creating shit coins we're creating like an iou kind of system where we we trust the institutions yeah. like how does that scale out because like it's starting as a an idea of like a thing kind of at large fetty Mm -hmm. But like, how does Fetty as a business create smaller, decentralized kind of nodes for trust in hub? If yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know their business model, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah, they can charge fees on in and out. Okay. And uh, 
it's infrastructure. Yeah. I don't know if they'll exactly do that. that? I don't know if they'll exactly do that because then they don't have proof of reserves anymore. So, I mean, yeah. proof of reserves, I mean, if so, Fedi probably, I love the synergies in Bitcoin. So, like, Fedi probably benefits from something like Hoseki. Maybe. I don't know. Would, yeah, it's all, it's maybe, maybe we're now getting too far into, like, the weeds here. I just really wanted to make sure that we're not, like. Yeah. We're just not going to build shit coins on Bitcoin, right? Like, that's. Well, that's Taro. Okay. Which is shit coins on top of Bitcoin. <laughs> Yeah. I like your, your quote. It's like, I don't remember exactly what it is. It's like, look, if you were going to scam, at least let them scam on Bitcoin. Don't let them scam on shit coins because then, like, there's no like, benefit to us. Yeah. That, I'm just saying, in general, yeah, like, you're going to have more mind share, like, working on Bitcoin, even if they're, like, scamming on it. Like, yeah. As I, opposed to working on, like, yeah, and like yeah, if yeah. you're mad about Fediment, you should be 10 times as mad about Blue Wallet because it's the same thing but worse. And for Taro, I mean, there's no alternative. There's RGB, but no one uses. But like, yeah. So same with Fediment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they should. They might be, yeah, like they could do that. Now it's better privacy and they can distribute the, the keys so it's, you know, not just a single lightning node. I'm just sketched out because Justin Moon ran away. How do, how do <laughs> I trust back. it? <laughs> he took the money and ran. We want answers, Justin Rin. <laughs> I'm not going to say that out loud. We, we've been talking about that that term too much on PBS. <laughs> yeah, I've been like I've been devs now here. It's the big. It's the dude. It's like it's like a thing that like. I mean, I mean I we really had cool. we in Austin. We had like Justin talking about it for like the last several months, like here and there. Then he wins a hackathon on like Fetty. He won two. And and then okay, two. <laughs> and then like there's just like kind of radio silence from Justin Moon in Austin for three weeks and all of a sudden there's a company called Fetty that raised four point two million dollars. Of course, it's a big talking point. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not mad about him building it. I think it's great. It's just like how do you I, like I didn't even know there was a company being formed. I mean, there was like a cool hackathon project and then there was another cool hackathon project and then there was nothing for three weeks and then there's a company that raised almost $5 million. And I'm just like, of course I want to talk about that. That's, what is it doing? Like, how does it work? It's pretty wild. It's it's cool. I'm, I mean, again, I don't necessarily fully understand. I, I think I'm starting to m m slightly understand like the, like the thought process for the technology really. Uh, I. To your point, there's probably a lot to understand with like Fetty in in particular. Like, what's the business model? And I'd love to hear more about it because I think it's a cool, it's it's a cool thing. I'm like really curious to see how they're gonna scale that out. Like for me, it's like I think my biggest question is scaling. How do you 
take something like that and scale it out where like local community members are actually interested in kind of building out community Bitcoin banking. It's a, it it's a cool concept. It doesn't need to be community based. Like you could just have like the Bank of America, Fediment. Like yeah, community no thanks. based is like the, the happy, like, oh, let's all be decentralized marketing pitch. But it's very possible it becomes like JP Morgan Fetty, Bank of America Fetty, you know, Chase Fetty. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, and then they rug pull us. But it doesn't have to be, you know, like fucking like liquid is a bunch of crypto exchanges running it. It's working fine. Like for who? Liquid. Like for who? It's got like 4,000 Bitcoin on it. That's a lot. Yeah. Who put them there? Not me. It's like yeah, and there are trade-offs. Yeah, right. So yeah, you get like much more regulatory like pushback if you're like, oh, everyone inside of me has perfect privacy. Like, more likely to knock on your door and shut you down. Yeah, and as well, like, it's yeah, kind of worse UX. That's... We're, we're so early. Oh it's like God. worse UX too, because like now you have the whole, like you still need to maintain private keys, but you don't have full, it's still custodial. So it's like the worst of both worlds there. Uh, for those but, of you who are early early adopters, Fetty, come to Austin. We'll teach you how to clear rooms and kick in doors and shit. You'll need those skills. <laughs> exactly. Something about trading cards? Yeah, it was just a trading card, yeah. 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 Cox. <laughs> All right. Well, that answers my questions for Fetty. Do we do we have anything else? Was there any? That was. Oh wait, we have we have another final announcement. We sponsored at the front and the end, don't we? It's, I guess it's not an announcement. It's a final. Drum roll, please. It's probably already up there, but Voltage. Thank you for sponsoring this show. Yeah, thanks, ben. Voltage. Ben, you always do such an elegant <laughs> Voltage pitch. Shill it again. Uh, they, they run, Shill it again! <laughs> they run Lightning Nodes. They run the TVC node pretty well, so I'm happy with their product. I know they run other people's nodes, and they're happy as well. Oh, did you guys launch credit cards? Not really. Don't, don't shy us away from our Voltage shill. Yeah, We're doing a Voltage it. shill, not a Bitcoin company shill right now. We love the Bitcoin company too, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll look, Ben Carmen is shilling for voltage right now. And Ben Carmen can shill for, for the TBC. <laughs> we, I won't allow it. I won't allow it. Well, TBC gets to shill TBC when TBC sponsors PBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have credit card payments for like, if you want Bay to test it, but, uh, but you could, or no, we don't, we don't have voltage this in the app, do we yet? It works really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Voltage is, uh, they're great. Use them. I do love Voltage. I mean, listen, and, I love the Bitcoin like company too. The, super high the, tier the two Bens who run it are pretty great. Oh, the Bitcoin Ooh, yeah. company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, look, I love, I love that I get to use so many cool products that are built by and run by awesome people that I know. And that includes Voltage. Like I have been using and like, I, 
Bobby, if you're watching, I'm going to be reaching out for another another thing we need to build with Voltage here soon. But guys, if you're building on Bitcoin, especially Lightning, you should be looking into Voltage. Super useful. Great guys. Great team. Looking to help developers in the Bitcoin Lightning space. So use them. Yeah. Super, super good customer support, too. Like, we've had a couple of problems and, like, they just instantly solved it or, like, you know, they we didn't have Taproot and they fixed that for us and... And like they'll they'll go out of their way to like not not only just like solve problems, but honestly find solutions that they don't even have solutions for problems yet. Like and we've looked to, we've had collaborations and we're like looking to find ways to like add further value into like what we do at Pleb Lab. Like how can we get people working on voltage for the long term? And like we found a way through the I mean, they worked with Draper as well. So it was like the Draper team the pleb lab team and voltage and we managed to like rock and roll and find a way to like find uh nodes and credits for people who are participating in those two uh kind of bitcoin accelerator programs to like have access to and, and then i think that actually spawned out to something that they now just provide for the greater developer community you just kind of show up sign up and uh i think i think it was for the broader community i don't really remember at this point but long story short voltage is fucking awesome so Use them, build on them, and I think that's that's PBS. Thanks, guys. Bye.